Henry's Tavern closed down out of the blue. Meanwhile, hashtag, 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 Trumpeachment. We'll talk about what's happening with the envoy. Talk about what's happening with all of your Trump news. Because I know you don't get enough of it. So he had to give it to you. I'm Jefferson Smith. Good morning. You're listening to X-Ray. We appreciate you doing that. Locally, we'll be talking labor deals. We'll be talking NIMBY and MAX trains. We'll be talking to Joel Anderson of Anderson Construction. As always, you can text us at 971-220-5979. It's 971-220-5979. Tell us your name. Otherwise, we might make one up. You can also tweet us at X-Ray FM. You can use the hashtag News of My Dad. And you can listen to this on demand when you demand it on your favorite podcast app, including going to the X-Ray site, xraypod.com or xray.fm. Downloading the X-Ray app. Now it's time for news of my dad. And now it's time for news with my dad. A show where we talk about the news with my dad. And in studio, live, playing the role of my dad is, in fact, my dad, the star of our show, Joe Smith. Pop, how you doing? I am liking being in a warm place right now. This is a show we talk about the news. We try to talk about the important stuff. Sometimes we talk about the unimportant stuff. When it's unimportant, we try to say so. We take turns. Dad typically takes the first turn. And yes, before September is over, it's in the 50s. Dad, do you have a shout In the 50s, it went down to the 40s. The 40s. As a matter of fact, it got down to 39 at the airport. When you were in high school. 39 is cold, and they're having huge snows in Montana and a heat wave in the east. Well, Pop, the House Intelligence Committee... Wait, do I get my shout-out? Yeah. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Did I have a shout-out? I give a little background for the shout-out. In 2010, Marine Corporal Brandon Tombaugh was carrying a buddy to safety who had been injured, and he got both his legs blown off by an IED. He decided that was not going to end, eliminate the rest of his life, and so he, he's prosthetic, and he, he's become a motivational speaker. That's the background, but Toby Keith, who is a singer, decided that that guy was so courageous that Toby Keith invited him to one of his concerts, and at the concert, he gave him a $16,000 worth wheelchair which will enable him to do things with his children and others that just otherwise would be impossible so I'm shouting out for Toby this morning neat thing to do yeah, the House Intelligence Committee has reached an agreement for the whistleblower testimony all sorts of folks reporting Axios ABC's this week and others House Intelligence Committee chair Adam Schiff said on Sunday he's reached an agreement with the Trump Ukraine whistleblower to come before the committee here's a clip uh, and as Director McGuire uh, promised during the hearing, uh, that whistleblower will be allowed to come in and come in without uh, a minder from the Justice Department or from the White House to tell the whistleblower what they can and cannot say. We'll get the unfiltered testimony of that whistleblower. Now, we are taking all the precautions we can to make sure that we do so. We allow that testimony to go forward in a way that protects the whistleblower's identity. As far as when the testimony will happen, Schiff said this. Uh, very soon. I, you know, it will depend probably more on how quickly the Director of National Intelligence can 
complete the security clearance process for the whistleblowers lawyers but we're ready to hear from the whistleblower as soon as that is done as soon as the acting director of national intelligence completes the security clearance process for the whistleblowers attorneys that's when the testimony will happen Schiff also said the house democrats will push for memos from trump's calls with other world leaders besides ukraine's president that includes vladimir putin that includes the head of saudi arabia well pop what else did we learn well, about hashtag Trump impeachment? Let's talk a little bit more just about, just about that. The New York Times printed so many details about the whistleblower that I have great doubts that his or her identity is not already known in the White House. We also might mention that the committee has issued a subpoena to Pompeo, and perhaps more important for a whole bunch of documents that Pompeo is supposed to bring with him. And while we're talking about Pompeo, he has told the State Department, he's, he's launched an investigation into, are you ready for this, into the use of emails by State Department staff when Hillary Clinton was the Secretary of State. Now, when, when was Hillary Clinton last the Secretary of State? It's been a while, but we know the playbook. Oh, man. Those folks are just incredible. Uh, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham has become, I know I'm not supposed to use words like this, but, but I've got to say Lindsey Graham has become the ultimate prostitute. This is a guy who in 2016 was saying what a horrible thing it would be if DDT became president and he has become the chief apologist and was overheard in an air, in an airport talking to somebody named Jared. I can't imagine who that might be, identifying talking points and what they were going to do to defend the president. The, the, reason, the reason you say you shouldn't say it, and the reason I agree that you shouldn't say it, is because it's a bad analogy. It's because it equates an honest exchange. We can say, one can question the morality. One can, one can decide there are different sets of moral standards you'd like to live by, but it, it, it equates an honest exchange of sex for cash with someone who, which has you know, only arguable uh, overlap with abuse of power re relative to how capital interacts with human conduct generally, with deeply dishonest and also abuse of power uh, it, it, it has but it, but activity it also, that has significant abuse of power it, implications. It also has a broader meaning. It is, the broader meaning is somebody who has sold out, sold their moral compass. But I, what I'm suggesting is that moral meaning is now bankrupt. That moral okay. meaning is I, no I, longer useful. I, I hear you. Anyway, one of the things that I think we should recognize in the impeachment article, in the impeachment argument, and the constitutionalists, you constitutionalists out there, and if by any chance there are any constitutionalists who still are really liking DDT, I would remind you that one of, if not the very biggest reason that the framers of the Constitution included a provision for impeaching the president and received the vote of all but two of the, sta two of the, the states, the colonies that were represented at the convention, was the fear of the President of the United States selling out to or being influenced by a foreign government in an improper way. That was why we have the clause, and that's what the impeachment is especially 
all uh, about. An interesting thing, it was something, by the way, Fox, there, there's chaos apparently at Fox. The Guardian reports that people are at each other's throats. Shepard against Carlson. Folks say, what are we going to do? How are we going to deal with this? And DDT <laughs> tweeted 20 times over the weekend, two zero times on what's going on at Fox, complimenting people at Fox, being mad at people at Fox. And this was this was also to when he went to the golf club, he went to play golf twice. When does the guy take time to be president? It just blows my mind. The Pod Save America folks were over were here in Portland over the weekend. Uh, had some discussion about uh, had some discussion about Trump, and I will I will adopt one of their takes. Is yeah, you do have Shep Smith, uh, who is there at Fox, in who has a chance to be on Fox during their lowest rated hours, and he will bleat, he will complain, and my own take is that th- that on net has very little value. There's one view that says, oh, well, at least now some percentage of the country will see that view, will see that there is not only a monotheistic 40% of the country who thinks that there is no such thing as presidential standards as long as the president who is breaking those standards is a Republican president. As long as Donald Trump is doing it, it is not wrong. My own concern with that take, or I guess the counter take is, that just gives, uh, that just gives a journalistic beard over the truly dishonest conduct that is happening in the institution generally, which is shows like Hannity's, which is their highest rated show and their highest rated hours that is clouding the truth. Meanwhile, here's some truth. The U.S. Special Envoy to the Ukraine has resigned amid the impeachment inquiry. That is Kurt Volker, resigned on Friday. Uh, you and I, is the first chance you and I have had to talk about it. This is uh, Rudy Giuliani, Trump's personal lawyer, said on Thursday that Volker encouraged him to speak to Ukrainian officials regarding the uh, uh, regarding Joe Biden and his son, his son Hunter. I'm just going to call him Sunter. And, and th- this is the State Department that Giuliani is blaming it all on. More, more to talk about. But no, but we, we have to dwell on that because it's kind of funny, right? That Giuliani says, no, 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 everything's fine. I wasn't acting alone. I was part of a vast conspiracy, including <laughs> Trump's exactly government. exactly right. And the ex-Homeland Security Advisor, Thomas Bossert, tells us uh, ABC over the weekend that he told DDT on several occasions that the Ukraine theory, that the theory that the Ukraine folks were really responsible for the 2016 stuff with the election it was Ukraine, not Russia. He told him several times it's been debunked, it's not true, it's not true didn't go anywhere. He also, Buzzer said, that uh, he he fears, he thinks that Rudy may have been the source of keeping Trump coming back to it. He's not sure of that. We all might also notice that we now have learned that in the, the infamous secret conversation that Didi had with the two Russians in 2017, that one of the things he said to them was, don't you guys worry about your interfering in our elections because we do that all the time. And so that makes it okay. i got to finish about Volker. The, uh, the complaint alleges that Volker went to the Capitol to help Ukraine officials uh, on how to handle Trump's demands, uh, to look into Hunter Biden's time as a member of the board that manages uh, the company you were talking about. And according to NBC, 
uh, one piece of analysis, and it's not just NBC's analysis, is whether or not this will indicate, will mean that Kurt Volker can testify more freely before Congress. He will have maybe the same pressures, the same political pressures, same personal pressures, maybe the same fear of death, but it will mean that his direct report, it means the President of the United States won't be able to uh, claim executive privilege quite as easily because he will no longer be a part of the executive branch. You got that right. And of course, any claim of executive privilege would have to be based on upon the assumption that there was communication between the White House and Mr. Volcker on this issue. And I think that's a no-lose in any direction. But one of the things this has caused, this is providing a huge bonanza. Bonanza for the right. I have received, I do not exaggerate, I have received over 100 money-soliciting emails. How did you get from, on all the lists where you got 100 from, emails from Republicans asking from, you for money? From, You're just like from, on the from, white guy listserv? From McCarthy, from, well, just all, the, the whole panoply of all the folks on the right saying, you've got to give us money so we can fight the impeachment. We've got to fight the impeachment. Give us money. I have received over just 100. Just an older white guy, bat signal. And counting. And counting. Dad, a CBS News poll came out on Sunday. 55% of Americans thinking that the newly opened impeachment probe is, in fact, necessary. 45% saying it is unnecessary. Democrats, 9 in 10, say it's needed. Uh, 7.5 out of 10, 77% of Republicans disapproving of it. Uh, with independents, almost an even split. Uh, it is resembling what... It, it is, it's resembling some of the presidential polls. Basically, if you support Trump... You stick with him. If you don't support Trump, you don't. Which reminds me to those folks out there who like to say there's no difference between the parties. Please pay attention. I don't think there's that Please many pay attention. people with a straight face who say that. <laughs> we talk about, the, about presidential stuff. Tom Steyer has made the debate in October. He will be the first new face. Of course, the other faces are not going to be there. The uh, Cory Booker apparently got the money that he was said. Yeah, he I thought to so. Get, you you so thought you thought the fact that he had said that he that he yeah. was going to drop out if he didn't get the money that that he was your indicator got the money that he'd be he, that he'd be leaving. Be there, but means, I, that was not my. I figured if he says that, it's because he thinks if he says that, he'd probably he'll get, get the, the money. money. Exactly. That, the purpose of that was to raise the money. Yeah. Also, I think uh, we, we might talk just a little bit about who's next to drop out. The, should be either Bennett or Ryan, but of the survivors, of the 12 folks who are going to make it, who do you think should be the next person to drop out? Uh, out of the people who have made it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I need to look at my list. My recognition memory is better than my recall memory. <laughs> well, while you're do you looking, have a pick? While you're looking, I think it should be Julian Castro. Why? Well, I just... He pronounced it Julian. I think Julian is going nowhere. All right. Well, he if he can stay in, I think he should stay in because now he took his cracks, right? Last time he went hard after Biden. And maybe, and it's an interesting, analyzing why he went hard after Biden is a good question. I can imagine at least two hypotheses. One hypothesis, and they're not mutually exclusive. One hypothesis is that he... One is that he just doesn't, you know, not a big fan of Joe Biden. That's one possibility. But my hypothesis, if you're looking at political motives, 
are one that it was a chance to distinguish himself so maybe he breaks out if he's loud enough he, he does sort of like Kamala Harris did when Kamala Harris went after Biden which is she got a spike a brief one a brief one, and then people recognized more and more that it was a publicity-seeking thing and made, made people like her less. The other possibility, or I should say another possibility, is that he was a stocking horse for someone else. That, I don't know, maybe his old law professor. Maybe he uh, went after Biden to try to weaken Biden a little bit so that another candidate didn't have to go after Biden, and so maybe he is he's running for vice he's president, running for, vice president running for maybe Secretary a cab- another cabinet position, maybe so. Uh, the so I don't know I, I don't know who I think is gonna I don't know if I is gonna, who I think is gonna drop out next of the people who are in the debate but that's not I, I, I'm not gonna even guess on that yet I'm only gonna go after I, I made my pick of who I think is gonna drop out next before we go on to international stuff and there's a lot of international stuff I want to talk about I want to acknowledge the passing of Joseph Wilson Joseph Wilson who became famous really because he was the husband of Valerie Plame. Valerie Plame was the CIA undercover operative who was outed by uh, the Bush administration. Joseph Wilson came and spoke to a convention, a Democratic Party convention, years ago, and he was a delightful guy. He was funny, he was articulate, and he was also a really committed patriot. I'm sorry to see Joseph Wilson passing. Valerie Plame running for Congress uh, with a with a uh, with a campaign ad where she drives a car real fast. It's like a Fast and Furious ad. I did want to ask you. We'll take a break in just a moment, but I did want to ask you about the uh, timeline that Democrats are predicting a quick impeachment inquiry lasting just a few weeks, predicting that it'll take just a few weeks to consolidate the findings from the multiple House committees. Uh, that on the call, we know this, that on the call, President Trump urged the uh, president of Ukraine, Zelensky, to investigate the presidential nominee, uh, presidential candidate, uh, Joe Biden. And, and I wanted to ask you, that there, there are two views. Well, let's just start with that, that view. Keep it narrow and make it fast. And by narrow, I mean have it just basically on the Ukraine complaint and get that sucker over with. Is the, it, Do you think that's the right move, to no. keep it narrow? Why not? And, I, what, and what's the alternative? I think the alternative is has nothing to do with the calendar. The alternative is to do it right. The alternative is to subpoena everybody that they ought to talk to and to get all of the documents that they ought to obtain access to to see... What's was in the Mueller report, where the stuff that Mueller said does not exonerate the president, but because the Department of Justice has decided that a president cannot be indicted or cannot be indicted, at least not while he or she is president, we're not going to look at. I think it all needs to be brought out. The dirty linen, linen all needs to be hung out. So, so how that, broad so the inquiry? So that. So that. So that we, they should just go wherever the facts lead. Well, the facts lead with respect to what? The, where, is, where, the is, facts, where the facts lead towards whether or not the president acted not, not just in impropriately, but acted in such a way that it threatens the well-being of the federal government, which makes it 
subject to impeachment. That's where they should go. So that, and I'm still not sure the definition of that, uh, the, the, amb- uh, I, I, the ambit I, I, of that question. So would well, you include? What, me, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I am not going to try to give a definition of what that is because when you start turning over the rocks, you don't know what's under the rocks until you've turned over the rocks. But I think they should turn over all the rocks. Okay, so all the rocks in in all of Christendom. So, for instance. Do you think that there uh, that the, I think let, they, let me let me let me, okay, let me frame ahead. my question. Go ahead. Do you think that as part of an impeachment inquiry, there should be investigation into his uh, into Donald Trump's payment or non-payment of taxes? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think the tax returns absolutely should be obtained and examined. Do you think that the subject matter of the Mueller investigation? the uh, 2016 election and claims of obstruction of justice, do you think that should be part yes. of the impeachment inquiry? Yes, I, right. I think the Stormy Daniels thing should be part of the investigation. And and I don't know the best answer. The argument that, and, and I, here are the most compelling arguments I've heard, the compelling argument in favor of the House posture right now, which is keep it narrow and move it quickly, is that then, th- but this is something that the American people seem to understand. Finally, there's over 50% of the American people who say that they wanted impeachment inquiry, whereas that wasn't the case in the aftermath of the Mueller investigation. With the less clear stuff, then it, with less clear stuff, if you pursued impeachment on that stuff, then maybe it just looks like a partisan fight. And it's just, we're just going to look at, we're going to turn over every rock because the definition is not the finding of the truth. The purpose is, in fact, just to damage Donald Trump. You're not concerned about that? No, I'm not. I, I, I think what we really have to have, we really have to have the truth out there. We've, we've got to, we've got to put a, not just a line in the stand, we've got to put a series of stakes saying that we are going to not allow presidents of the United States to be or do the stuff and be the kind of person that we have. It just can't happen again. The uh, the best argument I've heard, and, and and the counter to that is, well, yeah, but that's, I mean, any human being is going to have stuff that can be investigated. Any human being is going to have stuff that you can go after. And if there's going to be impeachment inquiry that is a question looking for an answer or even an answer, more importantly, looking for a question, uh, then that kind of breadth, well, you don't have, there's not support in the among the uh, House of Representatives for it. The best argument I've heard in favor of your position is that if you send multiple, one of the best arguments for it, is you send multiple articles of impeachment to the Senate. Let's assume the House can get them passed. And and at this point, it's seeming like the House can probably get it passed. And then the Senate gets to decide whether there's going to be conviction. The Senate sits as a jury. If you send over multiple articles, multiple counts, it allows a Republican. The, the bad news is, is that then you'll have the red wall saying bleeding uh, oh, look, see, they're just, uh, look at all, these these blank charges aren't that credible. These blank charges are just, these were covered. Uh, this isn't real stuff. Uh, and they'll try to tarnish the whole thing. The argument in favor of position, the best argument in favor of position, is if you send multiple counts, it'll give the, uh, it'll give the Mitt Romneys of the world, the those who are willing potentially to uh, consider the facts a chance to vote no on some articles while still voting yes on some other articles, uh, that it might allow for the possibility of a conviction, might strengthen the possibility of conviction if you include multiple counts. But I don't know the answer. Uh, 
Any, any last word on that from you? We'll see. You're listening to X-Ray FM, KXRY, Portland, KQAC, HD3, Portland, 107.1, 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. We appreciate you listening. We've got Julie in the booth this morning. She's going to be hanging out with us, helping us figure out future shows. In the meantime, we appreciate all of our listeners and all of our sponsors. Dad, we're going to break, but I, I heard you breathe in. And when you breathe in, it tends not to be a precursor to you breathing out. It tends to be a precursor to you saying something. So do you need to say something before the break? I was wanting to add to our discussion of the impeachment that when a congressman who happens to be a Republican and happens to be from Nevada said that the inquiry was appropriate, he got just trumped by his party leaders saying the idea that there should be an inquiry is okay. He wasn't saying that he was supporting impeachment. He was just saying that there's enough there that we probably should take a look at it. And not even that is being permitted. Those folks have no soul. They, and I don't, I don't abide by the, by all, I, I, you know, saying something I know, soul, you're going to, I don't know. You're going to pull me back down. But I, just don't, I don't know how useful <laughs> it is because I'm, I'm, an old, I'm an old guy, and so I can get away with saying stuff that you can't. The... Uh, what I what is different about this context, as we've talked about a little before, or maybe a lot before, is that we haven't seen in the Clinton years, we didn't see in the years in the Nixon years, uh, what an impeachment inquiry is like in the context of Fox News, in the context of a propaganda arm, the way this country has never seen. In any event, we will be back in just a moment, and radio is yours. And thanks for being with us. Now it's time for today's Quick 6 Local Rundown. I'm Jefferson Smith. Union has called off the Fred Meyer boycott after reaching a tentative deal. Union officials said on Saturday they've reached a deal with grocers that will benefit employees and end a week-long boycott of Fred Meyer stores. The union did not release details of the contract. In Saturday's announcement, the union said, we are now asking all of our supporters to cease the boycott and resume their normal shopping habits. Oregon's public universities have reached a deal with another union to prevent a strike. That union, representing 4,500 public university employees in Oregon, reached a deal with the schools. The deal comes two days before a strike could be started. The two-year contract includes an overall 5.1% increase, percent increase in cost of living for all represented classified employees. An annual salary bump for employees at the top of their pay scale who have remained at the university for five years. The Oregon Department of Justice investigating Juul, while the Oregon Health Authority is suggesting a temporary vaping ban. The Oregon Health Authority has given Governor Kate Brown a list of six ways the state could prevent deaths and injuries from vaping. Brown asked for the list on Thursday after learning that a second Oregonian had died from vaping-related lung illness. In their list of policy options, state health officials suggested a six-month moratorium on the sale of all vaping products. A group of neighbors in southwest Portland does not want the MAX expansion to reduce car lanes on 
Barber Boulevard. In order to save money on light rail expansion, TriMet is considering reducing lanes on Barber down to two lanes. A number of Southwest Portland Neighborhood Associations sent a letter to City Commissioner Chloe Udaley saying, no thank you. They did so after a group of leaders from a dozen neighborhood associations voted unanimously to send that opposition letter to Udaley. Henry's Tavern closed down, seemingly without warning. The Pearl District Restaurant and Bar closed its door after giving staff just hours' notice. Former manager said it was completely out of the blue, saying that 100 people depend on this job to pay the bills and support their families. Portland's new policy on single-use plastics is about to go into effect. The new ordinance starts tomorrow, starts October 1st. Sellers of food and drink could face a $500 fine if they automatically give customers plastics like straws, cutlery, or condiment packs like ketchup or coffee creamer. Customers can still get these single-use plastic products. They just have to ask first. And that's today's Quick 6 Local Rundown. We'll be right back on X-Ray. You were champing in the bit to talk about international news. We're going to have Tim Arcroft on later to go into some deep dives, but what do you want to make sure we cover? Going into international stuff, first kind of a philosophical comment. 200 years from now, if there are enough survivors that historians are still writing history about what happened 200 years ago, it will be very interesting to see what they have to say about the effect of oil on civilization. One of the things you'd certainly have to say is that oil allowed the development of the internal combustion engine and then the jet engine. And because of what that did for transportation, it hugely changed the what, what it was like on Earth. But one of the things they're also going to have to say that oil was also one of the most corrupting influence that has ever affected civilizations. And just one example. You probably are not terribly familiar with Equatorial Guiana. I'm familiar with it. Well, it's a very small country. I've never been. It's a very small country, which is one of the biggest producers of oil on that continent. Uh, the, the president, they call him president, but they really ought to call him dictator because he is president for life, has a son who is being groomed to take his place to become the president for life. And Switzerland has confiscated 25 automobiles belonging to the sun, and they are going to sell them, and they expect that the total price to sell them for will be over $18 million, which means that the son of the president of Equatorial Guiana has been somehow on a salary relatively modest has managed to buy 25 cars, each one of which was worth more than seven, or at least cost more than $750,000. And how was he able to do that? Well, it all has to do with oil. Well, Bob, the United Kingdom Prime Minister has denied wrongdoing as the watchdog is reviewing his links with the U.S. businesswoman. When asked about potential conflicts of interest with the United States business person, 
Boris Johnson said he had no interest to declare. That comes as his Conservative Party conference begins in Manchester just yesterday. According to accusations, Jennifer Curry, a U.S. businesswoman, received two sponsorship grants from Johnson's promotional agency while he was mayor. She also received a third grant this year from a former ministerial colleague, Curry, who also allegedly told four friends that she had an affair with Johnson while he was the mayor. Johnson could face a criminal investigation over the claims. And apparently there is no question that he did visit her apartment or visit her during working hours on several occasions and stayed for some period of time. Maybe they were just playing cribbage. Do I understand that uh, our foreign correspondent is going to be with us later this morning? Yep. I want to hear what he has to say about whether or not there may be a no-confidence vote this week, because there's serious talk about maybe it's time to have a no-confidence vote. And if there is a no-confidence vote, where do they go from there? Where, where is it Jeremy Corbyn gets a chance, or who who does the Queen invite to try again? I don't know, and and I yeah we'll have to ask him about it because. If there's no confidence vote, there's a general election, right? That's the that's the yeah, that, that, outcome of a no confidence vote. I guess I do know the answer to that question. Yeah, it's supposed to happen. That either either you the way elections work in the United Kingdom is either the prime minister calls for them or they happen after no confidence vote. And if there is, uh, and then the then the question is, if there is uh, such an election, who then wins? That's a real good question. But Boris Johnson could win again, right? Right? Right now he's polling higher than than Jeremy Corbyn and a lot of the global left including Tim, remains a fan of Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, but the guy doesn't, doesn't seem to be able to get more than 30% of the vote. No. no. Right. You got anything I, else international? Yeah, oh, yeah, I got more. Definitely more. Afghan election. The Afghan election, to a- me... Afghan or African? Afghan. Afghan, thank Afghanistan you. Afghanistan. Got it. Underlines for me the futility Absolutely. And yes, I know you couldn't have an African election. Africa is not. Africa of is not of a everything, of everything, continent. everything we've been doing and trying to do in Afghanistan, just over thirty percent of the folks turned out to vote. Partly because they saw no point, and partly because there were threats that if they voted, they would be in trouble because the Taliban didn't want there to be a vote. And the real question as to whether or not it was even a clean election, because of the folks in power. It's just, it's just there are some things, some big problems that we are not able in the short term to solve. And we should not be, spend not just billions, but maybe trillions of dollars trying to solve problems that cannot be solved. Keep going, Pop. Kashmir. The Pakistan president has warned that if we go into a real conflict over Kashmir, there will be, his word, a bloodbath, which sounds pretty serious to me. Hong Kong. Hong Kong had the worst exit. I think it's going on for something like 17 weeks where protesters, and apparently this last weekend was the most violent protest weekend they've had. I just, I just don't think that the protesters appreciate that they keep it up and keep getting more and more violent. The risk of China saying, okay, we've had enough, and telling those military vehicles that they have poised on the border, it's time to move in. And that will be the end of democracy in Hong Kong. 
you have any thoughts on that? And that's something also we maybe should ask Margraf about. Keep going, Pop. Okay. Northwest Syria. Al-Qaeda group in northwest Syria. Really bad guys. Are, the intelligence community says that they are plotting violence growing up. Also on an international front, if you are planning on visiting Europe soon, and Amsterdam is one of the places you're thinking of, you should know that Amsterdam, if not already, is going to become tomorrow or very quickly the highest place in expenses to visit as a tourist because of their con combination of a daily fee that you have to pay if you're a tourist on top of all of the taxes that are levied on places to stay. And the last, the last kind of as a, as a uh, segue to national stuff, which there's a lot to talk about, DDT is talking seriously, his administration is talking seriously about perhaps banning all Chinese companies from American stock exchanges. So if you happen to own stock in a Chinese company, you would not be able to trade that on the New York Stock Exchange or the Amex or any place else, which would certainly ramp up the tension between us and the Chinese as we look at trade talks and trying to do something and talking about the trade war. It is clearly a trade war that's going on. It is really, really hurting Oregon and Washington agriculture. Apple growers are saying it's, it's hurting them badly. The grain growers hurting them badly. Really, really hurting. And, and I'm sorry to think that DDT may not care about that because he knows that Oregon and Washington are not going to vote for his reelection, so he could care less because it's all about him and not about what's good for the country, particularly those parts of the country that aren't in his pocket. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. We'll talk a little more about the election, and then we'll talk more about local news. You're listening to X-Ray. I'm Jeff. That's my dad. And radio is yours. And I got some national stuff, too. A bunch of national stuff. Well, Bob, you talked about national news. You got anything on the election, or you just got other national stuff? Well, I'd be glad to talk about the election, but some things that I want to be sure we mention. It appears clearer and clearer that the NRA, that's the National Rifle Association, is really in bed with the Russians. It appears that the NRA paid not just for Bettina, but for the travel expenses of several Russians. 2015-2016 that was related to their significant contribution to the DD campaign, DDT campaign. And by the way, folks who have not listened to this program before, when you're thinking, what's DDT? Well, DDT is a poison. DDT also stands for the middle D, Donald, the final the T, Trump, and the first D, you get to choose disloyal, disgruntled, <laughs> disproportionate, dishonest, you disheveled, disheveled, delightful, <laughs> delightful. If 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 that's if that's your thing, the corruption of this administration just knows no bounds. 
the new Interior Secretary, Mr. Barnhart, before he was Interior Secretary, was among was a lobbyist for among other groups for corporate farmers in California, who for ten years have been saying that the height of the Shasta Dam should be increased because if you'd increase the Shasta Dam height, it would hold about fourteen percent more water. That would give them more more water to water their crops. Environmentalists have pointed out that you, to do that, the environmental costs will be absolutely huge. Well, guess what Mr. Barnhart has decided? He has decided that the Shasta Dam should be raised 18 and a half feet. That will probably be tied up in the courts for a little while, at least. Have you noticed, well, we're talking about the effect of tariff nationally. Have you noticed how expensive avocados have become? I have not been tracking the avocado price. Boy, they have become really expensive. I mean, you're, 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 talk, you're talking about one single avocado for a, a buck and a half. When I was a little boy... They would pay you to take the avocados, a quarter. Actually, when I was a little boy, we had avocados in our backyard, and I used to sell them for 10 cents a piece or three for 15 cents, or rather two for 15 cents. And sometimes I would sell them for a nickel, and they were really, really good avocados. I have to say, the reason for that? Your your avocado sale prices when you were a child compared to today's sale prices don't tell me very much about the recent avocado price trend. Well, but but the, the avocado prices just really shot up in the last few months, and the reason being is both because of trade uncertainties, but also because of what global warming is doing to the avocado crop. But a very, very interesting thing is that scientists are, there are scientists who think that they may be able, by modifying the DNA of avocados, to solve the heat problem that avocados have in warming. I, I, don't, know, I don't know how the folks who like avocados but also are opposed to genetic modification will deal with that, but that's an interesting thing to keep our eye on. Looking at Trump's uh, popularity and unpopularity, his uh, not much of a change, but there has been a tiny uptick in his approval. I mean, it, you know, it's a 43 percent. It's basically stayed in the same band for uh, for months and years. But it, but if you were going to try to look at an uptick, there's been a slight uptick since the impeachment news came out. Uh, they raised $13 million. The Republican National Committee and the Trump campaign raised $13 million in the immediate aftermath of impeachment being announced. Yes, they saw it as a bonanza. It does raise the question, Dad, who do you think that the impeachment inquiry helps politically? Now, we both are of the school that the impeachment inquiry should not be uh, engaged in as a political exercise. And by that, I mean it sh- you should not choose to impeach by by analyzing who will benefit and who will it hurt in terms of the power analysis that it should be based on uh, something behind a veil of ignorance if you didn't if you didn't know what party the person was in if you didn't know what the name of the presidential candidate was if it's the kind of conduct that should rise to the level of not uh, one being unfit to serve in the office that said the political analysis is still interesting who do you think it helps and who do you think it hurts i have a couple Thoughts, but I'm wondering about yours. Well, I I am inclined 
to equivocate on that by saying the question will be ultimately what do they find when they turn over the rocks what do they find under the rocks if the if stuff under the rocks is really clear and you and nobody of conscience can deny that there was improper conduct it is going to really hurt folks who dig in their heels especially in purple areas people who dig in their heels and stick with the president if it's ambiguous it's ambiguous then it's going to be all over the map and it will probably depend a great deal on what's happening locally I'm reminded of the statement that all politics is local. I don't think that's true anymore. If it ever was completely true, but it, it'll be local. I think that it probably helps Elizabeth Warren and maybe it helps Bernie Sanders. Looking at the real, real clear politics polling average, uh, Elizabeth Warren. We ha haven't seen a new average just in the last couple of days, but the real clear polling averages seem to creep in. Elizabeth Warren's favor and with Joe Biden uh, shrinking a little bit uh, in within the last week. Uh, I think that it, because it makes it harder for Joe Biden to go after the president on impeachment because then it turns on to ask questions about his son. Let's be clear, Hunter Biden is not running for president. And in the investigations of this, in the news investigations of this stuff years ago and to today, there is not indication that Joe Biden was going after uh, anybody in Ukraine to shut them up about Hunter Biden. When you look at it carefully, it's nonsense. But the news, the, the media does feel that they have to always mention it in all the stories. So it's kept out there and kept out there and kept out there. And that hurts Joe Biden. The other, I think that something I didn't have a chance to say before, I think it helps history. When you look back at who has been impeached in American history, if you had Andrew Johnson and Richard Nixon and Bill Clinton on the list but Donald Trump wasn't on the list it would feel like an inaccurate understanding of the role of impeachment in presidential history and in a constitutional republic so I that's another potential winner is history if in fact and this is why even if even if uh, the Senate does not convict why I think that uh, an impeachment vote matters because at least it states for the historical record as well as for the present record that there is some conduct that we can't that does matter that we can't just let stand uh, by the way got a text in mainstream media is talking about biden as much as trump treating them as false equivalents uh, i think it will help trump hurt biden help warren yeah that's basically what i think too i the, the help trump i end up think it's a wash except for except to the degree that it gives energy to his crew. That's what it does. It, it will energize his base. But the fact that the impeachment is happening is going to energize the base on the left where people have said, it's got to happen, it's got to happen. And say, oh, at last it is happening. They're not going to let him get away with it. Well, that What it's going to do is produce a big turnout next year. Well, that let's talk about local news. The Department of Justice is investigating... Uh, Jewel, the Oregon Health Authority, is suggesting a temporary uh, vaping ban. What do you think ought to happen with vaping? I think it ought to go away. <laughs> You're going to stop vaping. You're going to stop going into the into the boys' room and you know bringing out your bringing yeah, out your there, flavor. There, there, there are kids. There are kids now who are admitting 
that they are scared of what they're hearing about vaping, but they are already addicted and they say, I can't give it up. And what about Barber Boulevard? So there is now there's a proposal to get a max train down and now and TriMet wants to shrink the lanes a little bit. Do you think that the opponents to shrinking the lanes are just NIMBYs or do you think we need three well, lanes me, on Barber? Let me talk just a little bit about the politics of that. The politics are kind of important. We have a Bill of Rights, something that was never enshrined in the Bill of Rights, but which I submit is one of, if not the most important oh, you've been on this for freedom that Americans insist upon, and that is the freedom to go anywhere, anytime, at any, by any route, and any method that they choose that that is just the most important thing to us. If I want to go to X place, I want to be go, able to go when I want to go. I want to be able to go in the vehicle that I choose. I want to go in the route that I take. And I don't want you making it hard and screwing it up for me. And I think that's something that they better be looking pretty careful about Barbara Boulevard. Well, that that talking point, I don't know how I, I want to get into how I want to get into this specific case because I know this is a something you've been. I, I don't want to cheap it by calling a hobby horse. This has been something I remember we got an argument about it at Eagle Crest outside Bend years ago. Where you said there's a freedom of travel, and I said, well, I don't see a freedom of travel in the Constitution. And then and and I Not think in the Constitution. And I think and I think you responded. Mind. I think you responded by elevating your volume at, at, rather than <laughs> rather than finding additional textual support. But, but where I I'll, do not claim textual support. <laughs> but well, I'll give you some. And that is when one just thinks about the word freedom and the limitation of freedom, I don't know what goes into your brain. Some would say it has to do with freedom of thought and, and freedom of speech. But others would say that most, uh, the most critical definition just of the word freedom is, in fact, freedom of movement. If you are kidnapped, somebody has taken your movement. If somebody has put shackles on you, the maybe the best example, clearest example of limiting your freedom, they're limiting your ability to move, your freedom of movement. That endemic to, that, that, that emblematic of, that ingrained within, intrinsic to perhaps, freedom is freedom of movement. So I guess that would be my amplification of what you were saying. But I still want to get back to this question. Does this, yeah, do you get more freedom of movement by having a max train or more freedom of movement by having more lanes on Barber? Well, as you know, I believe that what we really should be doing is building subways. We, we need to have high-speed intra-city transportation in every city as big as Portland and larger in the country. And what you need to be doing is competing with folks who are in cars by giving them alternatives that enable them to do it quicker, easier, faster, simpler, even cheaper. And that's where the battle has to be. But by doing things like what they're talking about doing on Barber Boulevard, Stuff that they're talking about doing on Foster Road, maybe on Division. I, I'm, I fear that uh, some smart person is going to come along and use that as a backlash who has political views that we might not like in other subject matter. It, it could be kind of scary. While we're talking about, uh, could, could I just mention a couple of things in the courts that because there are a couple of things happening that we're, that uh, that our Department of Justice involved in with the courts as well. we as got two case. minutes. Okay. About a minute and a half before you're strong the wind. Okay, well, the uh, our Department of Justice has joined a suit against the DDT administration 
again on their abortion referral ban, which it'll be interesting to watch see it happens. Also has joined the suit against the EPA, which is saying that the restrictions against chlorpyrifos should be lifted. The chlorpyrifos ban was put in by the Obama administration. Scott Pruitt, while he was there, said, no, really okay, even though the science makes it appear that it hurts kids. And while we're talking about what's happened in courts, might just mention nationally, federal district judge in the District of Columbia, Katanji Brown, has told the DDT administration that their fast-track deportation policy bypassing immigration courts not okay, and Los Angeles District Federal Judge Dolly G has said, told the DDT administration, that the 1997 Flores case settlement, which limited the ability to detain minors for more than 20 days, is a contract that cannot be overturned, and so they can't get away doing what they want to do there. All interesting stuff in the courts. All right, Bob, well, I think it's time for a straw in the wind. Straw in the wind. I guess I confess, I'm kind of hoping that it's a straw in the wind. Portland has told ICE that because of the Portland policy and feelings about what ICE is doing and what DDT is doing, that they can no longer use the training rooms and the firing range for their agents. That could be a serious straw in the wind. Well, Bob, we did it again. And we'll be back on Thursday. I want to say thanks again to Tom Dwyer Automotive. And thanks again to Morel Inc. You can find out more at morelinc.biz. And you can find out more at tomdwyer.com. We appreciate you. Got a text in. Uh, I don't know about Jackson, maybe they meant Johnson, but Nixon was on merit. The press was on board. Clinton was all politics. Trump is for merit, but treated as politics by much of the media by always giving a tit for tat with Biden. Meet the press. Actually talk more about Biden than Trump on Sunday. We'll be right back. Radio is yours. <laughs>